play, Daddy. I got you. This is Talk and Audio. TCA episode 1110 of the Talkin Audio podcast. Matt Robinson, Rob Christie. What are you saying today, man? 1110. Yeah. I'm sad that I'm not here for 1111. It's actually been planned that way. Oh, and you know what's funny? I fucked it up because I do that a lot and it's not that funny. But um, you and I are sitting here Sunday afternoon. This is a, uh, this will be released Monday morning. Maddie Lang will be here post Leaf game. That one drops immediately. That will be episode eleven ten, and this will end up as eleven eleven. So you are here for eleven eleven. Ah, I feel I'm feeling the good yeah. Feng Shui or whatever this is. Sure, I'm feeling that. As Matt's what are we? Seventeen seconds into the show, Matt's already flubbed it. I'm feeling downward pressure. Hmm. Or is it upward pressure? Yeah. Downward pressure. Either way. Relieve it somewhere else, I think. Is. <laughs> <laughs> We're on social media at Talk and Audio. Make sure you give us a follow there. Uh, subscribe to the pod wherever you're hearing us right now. It's been a busy weekend for you, man. You're, uh, you're rolling in here feeling pretty good, I would think. Ready for a pint or two. How's it going? Always ready for a pint or two. Yeah. But yeah, I deserve a pint or two, Matt. Yeah. I okay. give till it hurts. You know that, eh? I was at an event this morning. You were at that event, too. And someone said, hey, you should come in. They're about to honor Rob. I was like, I've heard Rob honor himself enough times. Like it's <laughs> Rob, Rob does ha- it himself. Rob but- has no honor, and Rob, I, I, I've heard it. Right, Rob's good. Rob's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah but it's always better when somebody else says it, though, right? When yeah. somebody else is yeah. is extolling your virtues. Yeah, it's always better than when you have to do it when yourself. You've so successfully misled people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you get if you take the two of them. Somewhere in between, yep. you get the real picture. Right. I agree with that. What did you just crack into there? This is, uh, and I, I haven't taken a pull on it yet, but this is uh, a Belgian wit from Salter Street out of Toronto, okay. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Comes in about 5%. The The Belgian wits, uh, I'm not really, uh, it's not It's not a strong. It's not a go-to. It's, it's, it's yeast forward, you're right? It's, yeah. It's <laughs> usually, yeah, I know. You hate that. Ends up with that. Oh! <laughs> ends up with that white film on your. <laughs> All right. <off> <laughs> uh, oh no. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I, I guess the calling card of of the of the of the wheat beers period is that yeast form, but also low bitterness, right? So, yeah, that does not jive with what we do here on this show. I know that that is a a longstanding thing. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a pull, but it comes in about 5%. So I'm expecting something maybe, you know, a little, a little peppery maybe. Yeah. This is what I'm really expecting, but. I feel like I've tried that one before. I I could be wrong, but it, it, it's ringing a bell. And I, the thing that would stand out is, is peppery as it often is, right? With a, Uh, with a belt. Okay. Okay. That's not an is. That is not a ringing endorsement. No. It, to me, it has a bit of that. That sound you make when you find out Wes McCauley's refing your Leaf game tonight. <laughs> five minutes Ugh. for fighting. Fighting. Yeah, it's um, it has that sort of um, it's sort of it's it's. Yeah, I'm not I'm not loving it off the first pull. 
but um, we'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm not getting, I'm not getting it. Well, yeasty is what I'm getting. Okay. Which. Like I've, Kanye, little yeasty. I've decided I don't love. <laughs> uh, kind of what you get from a Saison or any of those. That's exactly the. Yeah, what I would have expected. As you said off the top, I'm expecting kind of peppery, kind of yeah. coriander-y or yeah, something. Yeah, well, and right? it, like, it's exactly. Yeah. It does have that, a bit of that, It's and again, it, it has a bit almost soapy kind of, kind of yeah, no. And, and again, I, I, always, <laughs> I always go, anything I don't like or I don't love, sort of you go, oh, what, is it, what is it that's making me not love it? Yeah. And so that's sort of where it is. But it is, to me, the carbonation is low. It is, there's not a lot of bitterness, but mm, I don't know. On first pull, not loving it. I don't know what I had in the green room, but it was, it was highly carbonated. <laughs> um, and so this is a. So this will be one of those episodes where I'm editing a lot as you turn and <laughs> off, the, off mic, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing away we'll burps. See. And, we'll see. Yeah. What do you have over there, Matt? Uh, nothing that's going to be, make you any more excited uh, or. Yeah, as we sit here on a Sunday afternoon, and I've already pulled back the curtain. This is the Monday morning show. It will drop Monday morning. Between now and then, there will be a Leaf game and a post-game Leaf pod. This is just a Molson Canadian as we need something to happen, and oh, this worked in the last I round. I thought you'd so. flipped over to the needle light. No, <laughs> I, I do enjoy the needle light as we I, talked I know, about it. Yeah. I know, But uh, the Canadian worked in overtime in the last round, and, uh, and we need some luck here. So that's all it is. To, and I know this has never happened to you in the sense that it's made you turn and go, what I really should drink is a Molson Canadian. But there has to have been at least one or two times where you've opened the fridge and gone, ah, I don't know. Like, there's just not much here exciting me, right? There's a lot of beer, but I like either I don't want to be bothered piling through, figuring I, I out what's... Drink, a- I want to drink a No Doubter. Right. And you're just sort of, pawn- that might be fine. That one, yeah, it'll be good on a, better, a different type of day. I'm not feeling that. T-. You're just kind of working through it and you're just like... Fuck, you just go to the old, uh, old reliable, right? So It's, it's kind of like going to a restaurant where you go, I don't know, I'm feeling like something different and then I'm afraid I'm going to try that different thing. I'm going to spend money on something I don't like. And I, and I don't like it, yeah. but I do know I like that or I'm at least okay with that. Yep. And, and I'm feeling- I've had it a hundred times, but I'm going to have it again tonight. I feel a little gun shy and I don't want That's to, it, so I'm going I'm to go to the old, the old standby. Yeah. yeah There's wanna, a new I, uh, wing place in Bob Cajun. That I've here. been anxious to try. And they apparently have 150 different flavors. And I guess the first time the, uh, the family tried it without me. Can you believe that? It's, uh, they went and, and my brother-in-law, who's been mentioned a time or two on this podcast for all kinds of less than complimentary reasons, um, just got his usual medium. And you're sort of like, I guess I get it, right? I, I, we're having wings tonight. I want to know I'm going to like my wings. Like I've been excited for wings for all day or whatever it might be. But this place is, you know, their selling point is 150 different flavors. You know, yeah, just give me the mild or the medium or whatever your deal is, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's, Could I have the plain potato chip? Yeah. Could we do that? I'm, I'm probably the last guy who gets to criticize him for this. Yeah. But, well, okay. But uh, we well, used to go to the, the wild wing yeah. over here and- you would order a salt and pepper. Yep. A little sour cream and onion sometimes. Yeah. So to me. A little honey garlic. I've, I've get, lately I've been getting into the Korean barbecue. Oh, now you're talking, Matt. It's, it's a little sweet, talking. but also. Has yeah. a little heat. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's not bad. The right? Korean barbecue is excellent. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's what we're doing today. Molson Canadian on the, uh, on the podcast. Okay. Better on the second poll. Yeah. Still a little sweat sock, but not, 
Not as bad. So I know you've been busy the last few days. So the the topics we've chosen here today are from a little a little zoomed out, right? Bigger picture. But one of the ones I forgot to mention, or you know, it it, it I'll, I'll pull the curtain back here for the good listener. Oftentimes, because I know you're coming at at one thirty, two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. And we'll record by three o'clock. So if I think of something while I'm out and about or whatever that I think we should talk about on the show, often I will say to my phone, hey, such and such, set a reminder for 10 a.m. on Sunday. And it's just whatever that thing that's got my mind. And it gives me time to go look up whatever I might want to talk about. And for whatever reason, I guess this week I said 2 p.m. on Sunday. And so it just kind of ran in as you and I were heading back over here to, to do the show. The draft lottery for the NHL is Monday night and the senators, while they can't get number one, could still have a big, you know, if you move into that top two, top three, top four, there's some pieces out there. So like Adam Fantilli has actually been yeah. selected to go play at the, the world championship. 100%. Um, there's the Swedish kid whose name is currently escaping me. Yep. Uh, Leo something, maybe Leon something. Uh, let's, maybe. Go with, let's go with Patterson. Sure. This is reasonable enough bet. It's not, but yeah. you know, no, I have. I, honestly, I, I know a Matt bunch of the Mitchkov. Names. Mitchkov, he's locked up long term in Russia. How for far four will more he years? fall? Yeah, that's a hell of a thing that they've gone ahead and done. And 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 Kapri- kudos. Kaprizov to though has shown that that's maybe not the worst thing ever. No, it's true. And quite frankly, we've seen guys just walk out on KHL contracts uh, in general in the past. But as a Sens fan, as the playoffs are rolling on, this is something. I assume you've been keeping at least in your back pocket as, as coming up, find out where my team is going to draft. Is that, you know, on your radar? What are you paying attention to right now with the, the draft lottery coming on Monday night? Well, I know we like these moments where it appears Rob doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, there's enough of those. Because, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's enjoyable. Yeah. I keep hearing about this Senator's pick and it's, I'm fully of the understanding that the Senators pick doesn't belong to the Senators. That it's been traded to Phoenix for Jake Chikrin. Right. So I'm not sure if it's lottery protected. It is lottery protected. Okay. So that's all. Did they a, trade a first for Debrinkit as well? Last year's. Last year's at the draft. Okay. Right. So okay. it was a first, second, and a third last year for Debrinkit. Right. Okay. And this year was a first and two seconds, first and a second, anyways, for Chikrin. I remember it being less than I thought it would be to get Chikrin. I remember thinking, we talked about it, is is this the right player? That's debatable. Is the price they paid for this player a good price? Yes, it is. And yeah, so, so I, it's not on my radar. Because if it's a really good pick, you're not expecting that, right? I'm like, not expecting it. Yeah. Like in the, We've never done anything but move down in drafts <laughs> right, okay. when we did have... Uh, the best odds, and we just sort of slid. So I'm not thinking about it, but you'd, you'd love to see Fantilli show up under the under the Christmas under tree. the Christmas tree. <laughs> like to me, that's a guy who is as as good as he is. Sort of falls. He's not Bedard. Yeah, and you don't have the mystery of the Mitchkov, right? Which Com- we saw Russian we saw at thing. the U18s, and yeah. he was dynamite with his ten goals and. And you just go, oh, I don't know. So Fantilli gets a lot of press, but he still falls. He's like the step, the stepchild, right? You right. Just sort of. And we should point out with the the, the changes to the draft uh, lottery rules, Ottawa can't 
move up to number one. As high as they can get is number two, right? So right. Connor Bedard is obviously still the prize that we're all watching to find out for tomorrow. But, you know, if Ottawa was to win the second one, they could move up to, to number two. And, and Yeah, no, and, and so it's it hasn't really... Uh, I was unaware that they were actually still playing hockey now. <laughs> I've sort of moved on to yeah, other things. Yeah, sure. uh, not not true. No. But uh, yeah, the draft really hasn't been because, uh, as I said, there's never been a thing. But yeah, Fentilli would be awesome. Now, it, it's not obviously out of the realm of possibility that the Senators would go with the Swede. Yep. All kinds of good luck there. I, I would I would rather they 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 didn't take a take a roll of the dice on. On Michkov? He, like, by all accounts, for people who haven't been following along, like, he might be, the, the on talent, the number two guy, right? Well, like, there was talk at that U18s in Texas that, well, maybe he takes a run at the Bedard yeah, spot, right? Yeah. And But because the Belarusians and the Russians have not been allowed into anything. Yeah, they've been banned from international competition. He's got this long-term contract in Russia that he's not going to be able to get out of for a couple of years. You know, he, will his stock fall? Or, you know, if you're rebuilding, would you go, yeah, that's fine. You can sit over there for a couple of years and, and do your thing. And it'll be interesting to find out. I, I know I asked you this before when it comes to Connor Bedard. You know, the, the most likely landing spots are teams like Columbus, Anaheim, um, you know. Chicago. Chicago. I've said to Not you. Montreal. Well. I've said to you, I. I if you're someone who believes in them rigging the draft, he will end up in the Eastern time zone, maybe the central. Like I could see them using him to rebuild Chicago. Chicago, 100%. That was my pick back in the yeah, show. I'm the one who said Philadelphia, like they haven't had a star like that in a very long time, but they have actually won the lottery a couple times. Like even if it's only gotten them up to two or, or like they got Nolan Patrick, Nolan Patrick. and they didn't work them, out. So sure <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, I, I could see, and all of this is like, we have no idea how the balls are going to fall, but if you are someone who believes they would rig it, I think those are your two most likely spots. Like wow, and if he, if he ended up Arizona in, is the other team we haven't mentioned. Right. But. If he ended up in Anaheim or Columbus, Ugh. Uh, but I just look at Columbus with like, they were just decimated by yeah. injuries this year. Right. And if you were at, to add him into that group, it would be, it could be exciting. Right. But, and again, with the youth they have in, with Zegris, Drysdale, McTavish, Mm -hmm. like I just look at what, what could be building in Anaheim as well. That's right. That's fair. Interesting. Right. Just, just what they have going on. Uh, I'm trying to think what the American kid's name is. Scored 30 goals. Troy Terry. Troy Terry. Yeah. Exactly. So I just, I think it's, they got some potential out there. Yeah. And he, and Columbus. The same way, like there's some pieces that they signed Johnny Goudreau thinking we're ready to make a push for the playoffs. Oh, don't forget about Good, Good Branson. Don't I, forget about that. I'm trying very hard to forget about that. I'm sure they <laughs> I'm are. I'm sure they too. are. Yeah, too. exactly. Um, Local guy. Shout out to the Good Branson sure. family. In way to go, Day. Goody. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think they would be disappointed if he ended up either in Anaheim just because of the, it's the secondary LA market and it's late night and you know, Columbus is what Columbus is in terms of what they're ever going to draw or what they're ever going to be. But they have some pieces in in Columbus as well. So we'll see how that shakes loose. But I was curious, just as a sense fan, whether that had been much on your radar. Yeah, it doesn't a, sound like 
Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But um, like I said, I, I had I had no recollection as to whether that was going to be lottery protected. So yeah, and yeah. I keep saying protected. Like the R is somehow, you know, gone AWOL. So Not a long weekend, man. We're, yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. We're but allow that. It, I would love to see that. That would be an incredible stroke of fortune. And and there's nothing to say that you couldn't take Mitchkoff mm-hmm. and you flip that for something. Mm. Yeah. To, to Somebody a, just heading into a rebuild needs a couple of years and has that in their back pocket when you're ready to come out. And they're willing to flip you something. Yeah, for right now. Half decent, yeah. right? So to me, that that may be of, of interest because he is the piece, right? Outside of... Of Bedard. Yeah, that has that sort of dynamic mm-hmm. talent, right? And and so, because at that, at that U18, he was even underage there. Like he was a 16-year-old. Yeah, he's athlete. got the bubble on and the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, get your uh, bubble on. Uh, let me ask you quickly. I don't want to spend a ton of time here because, uh, we covered it with Hoff earlier in the week, but Snoop this week emerges with one of the, uh, with the Nico Sparks group, uh, bidding on the Ottawa senators. That's on top of Ryan Reynolds already being associated with, uh, is it Remington? I think. Remington. Yep. Uh, and over the weekend, now the weekend is part of one of the, uh, the groups. I, I guess that's like. Oh shit, we need a celeb. Like everybody <laughs> needs a celeb now. Uh Team Reynolds or Team Snoop? 100% Team Reynolds. Oh, no, okay. Where did Hoff go down on this? Hoff's actually closer to you, although we were enjoying the Snoop group as uh as the way to address. So. Well, and, and you know what the thing is, and I'm going to totally steal this from somebody else. <laughs> um is the idea that the Nico Sparks and the, and the Snoop group seem really super interested in an NHL team. Yes, this is exactly the point I made too. And and the Reynolds Remington group seem interested in the Ottawa yes. Senators. Yeah, and so to me that's a huge deal. Uh, it is. Ryan Reynolds wants to own the Ottawa Senators. Snoop wants to own an NHL team, and the Sens are for sale right now. Right, and he's saying things like, "Everything's good in the Ottawa market. I want to use this to sell to people in." Compton or yeah. Stockton or you're like, yeah, good for you, buddy. And I, and best of luck with that when Kansas city comes up with a, you know, a need sure. for a franchise. But, uh, you know what? We want people who are interested in. I think you're this right. Market. I think once he got in here though, he would become, but I'm hard team Snoop. I won't have a vote. I don't think, but Snoop's cool as shit, man. Like I, if Ryan Reynolds. Chisel, Mick Hizzle. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, um, Rob is not cool as shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I'm slightly cooler than Bob Cole. Yeah, thank you, Daddy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right back at you, Daddy. Yeah, whatever it was, Snoop throwing to him in the 07 Cup yeah. Final. Yeah, Snoop. Uh, Bob Cole is a legendary hockey broadcaster in Canada. So if you'd be so kind for us at Hockey Night in Canada to throw to Bob for the third period. But Shizzle, there's a whistle, big Snoopy Deagle double Jizzle. I'm going to shoot it back to my main man, Bob Cole. Take it away, would you please? <laughs> oh, boy, Daddy. I got you. <laughs> um, yeah, it. I just think, I, I totally agree with you. I've said the same thing, that, that Snoop wants a team, and this is the team for sale right now. But if, you asking, if you're asking me to just pick a celeb, I'll take Snoop over Ryan Reynolds. And we had Mendez in here a couple of weeks ago, 
And that was his whole point as well was how stodgy the Leafs and the Habs are, 100 years old and they're monsters. I mean, stop trying to compete with that. Just be over here at the cool kids' table, right? Like, so, no. so he's the cool kids' table is blazing. At the big, time was Ryan Reynolds. Okay, not blazing the he big did, fat blunt with. I, I kind of, I, I t- traded a couple texts with Ian last week about him landing the Snoop interview in the Athletic. And, and actually, there was a couple different people calling uh, Mendez now the, the scoop dog. Like he's got okay. That. Okay. So, yeah. Like in the athletic, it was sources close to. Yeah. Well, he, no, but uh, later in the week, Mendez spoke to him, a one-on-one interview with oh, Snoop. Oh, I did not get that. Yeah. Circle back, man. That. It's worth the. Uh, okay. <laughs> our, our buddy Ian Mendez shooting the shit with, uh, with Snoop. So. I, I, you know what? Could you find two. <laughs> Honestly, <characters>? man. <laughs> two more different. Oh, I was going to say two closer. Oh. <laughs> more similar guys than Ian Mendez. Sure, just and, blazing and, one and, up. And, <laughs> and Snoop Dogg, exactly. Like, yeah. I, I want to be there. Yeah. I want to see that. We all need to be a part of that for sure. So uh, let's move along here a little bit. And I want to talk to you about, and I already know the answer to this, but let's talk a couple things that happened at a con- two different concerts. Over uh, over the last week or so, one is the Los Angeles Philharmonic performing Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Are you familiar, Rob, with uh, with Tchaikovsky's uh, Fifth Symphony? Uh, nope. Okay, uh, me neither. I'm and, more of a Holst guy. Yeah, sure. Gustav Holst, yep. which really uh, John Williams stole all the Star Wars stuff from. <laughs> so apparently, this is a thing that can happen. But there is a woman. Who experiences, based on the sound and the vibration, whatever, a full-on screaming orgasm? Yes, guy. During the uh, the symphony, let's take just wait. Wait, is she in? Is she performing? No, in no, the- she's in the crowd. She's uh, a wow. member of the audience. How close? How close are you? How much do you love music? Right, like I, let's take a listen to uh, just the symphony. We'll, we'll just listen to the Los Angeles yes, yes, Philharmonic. Let's, let's do it. Your timing is stupendous. <laughs> and apparently this went on for a little bit, but this is the audio that got captured and posted when someone thought to take their phone out and capture. Uh... <laughs> now you and I, man, we love, love music. Not sure I've ever been quite that excited. I have, as I say, I want to know how close she is to a, to a, I don't know, to a speaker. Right, sitting right on it, right. perhaps. <laughs> like the edge of a, of a washing machine as it hits yeah, exactly. a spin cycle. I don't know what's happening there. But um, that's gorgeous. Yeah, having a great time. Enjoying your music, man. Enjoying the symphony. I don't know what she paid for. <laughs> <laughs> well worth it, whatever she paid. Whatever she paid for that <laughs> ticket. <laughs> no. No, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure that that sounds like she's having a great time. And I, I know it doesn't. You always... think that might have been coming from the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was. Could be anything. Yeah, it, it it could be. It could be just about you Some know bad meat before you showed up. Louis Louis Taco Truck. <laughs> it is the L.A. I have no idea it what's happening. It was happening. Cinco de Mayo this week. Yeah, never... see, there's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> So, something else happened at a different concert this week. Are you familiar with the band Sleep Token? 
Uh, I am not. So I wasn't either until uh, until this, but you and I, not particularly their thumb on the pulse of... In lockstep with today's youth? Right. This is a, a rock band, a British rock band. The, the singer's wearing a mask. It's not like a Slipknot type deal. I don't really get it. But they're playing a show in Australia a week or so ago. And uh, someone, as is often the case, has their phone up, right, recording the uh, the performance. And something happened there, and it's a little less obvious until the crowd lets you know what's happened. I'm going to play that clip right now. This is Sleep Token in Australia. Did you catch it? No. Oh, okay. Wait until the guy stops singing after his first line and uh, it kind of breaks down, right? There's a quick, quiet portion. Okay. And and anyone listening in their car right now, this is what I was worried about. Maybe wouldn't catch it, but we're going to hit this once more. shit himself, man. There's a sinister fart right at the end of the first okay. line. Well, and it sounds and it's like just quiet. Tush. Yeah. And, but quickly you start to hear <laughs> and it happens in this perfect spot in the song where, yeah, it's quieted down as we, this emotional moment is playing out as the guy's singing. I'll hit it once more just so the people who are now know what they're listening for. Uh, like I said, it's right at the very end of the first line that he sings. Like you could miss it, except for the people who start to laugh. Like the very first laugh is cool, right? Like this, you were probably standing right beside him. <laughs> it sounds like an intimate venue. So the thing that I love about the article on this, uh, they were calling it the sinister fart at Sleep Token, <laughs> is they reference it as it's quite common that people fart at concerts, but this one was poorly timed. You could make the argument it was excellently timed, right? Like if you wanted people to hear you, you wait till there's a quiet moment. But I was more put off by the idea that it's loud here, right? It's safe. I can just have at it at a concert and be... <laughs> It's not uncommon for people to fart at con- Isn't it? Like, <laughs> is it? Yeah. That's, uh, you know what? I'll never be able to, like, not that I was ever going to get into it, but Sleep Token is probably forever ruined for me now. Right? Yeah. I'll only well, think of the guy shitting himself. Well, and, and I was at a sporting venue on the weekend mm-hmm. where it got quiet for a second. <laughs> and Rob. And I'll Rob. <laughs> no. Somebody, somebody else had, had that exact thing happen. And the guy, the guy next to me goes, did you, did you hear that? I'm like, of course I heard that. Everybody here heard that. Anyways, the two of us started to snicker, honestly, like, yeah. like we're, like we're nine-year-olds. And then they had to stop and say, hey. Grow up, Rob. You two over there, shut up. Yeah. All right, it's him. That's well, not so me. I only want to play this one more time just because, don't even listen for the fart, I don't care, but. The Snickers, you hear one guy laugh, and then it starts to spread now that you know. Let me just hit that Okay, part. but wait. Yeah. You think it's the guy who did it? I it, it depends, right? Do you think he's 
Did he know this was the quiet part of the song and this is where I'm going to force, or was he caught off guard <laughs> thinking I'm going to sneak this through? Everybody, see, to, to me, it's one of those things where it is, it is sort of, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's funny yeah. unless, it, unless it's right next to you and it's right. hot. The very first reaction, though, is the ultimate, like the most common reaction to a fart. The call right as you turn away. It's funny, but it's right beside me. Okay, that's like your buddy who's done that. Exactly. Like, I can't believe you just did that. Right. Like, you want to distance, you're like, you might as well be pointing right at him. That's not not me. (laughs) Well, that's what you do if you're the farter. Do you point and laugh at your buddy going, this fucking guy. Look at this guy. (laughs) Savage. (laughs) (laughs) And it starts to spread through the crowd. Not just the laughter, but no doubt whatever they're eating down in Australia. All right, well, so... Since since we've got big music news, man. Well, and again, I've heard it now four times. Yeah, you still haven't heard the fart. Yeah, no, I hear it. Okay, I, I, but it sounds like a like a. I don't get it, and it's like it might have been involuntary. Like like it, that ass may have been wrapped in cellophane, and, and, and something bad has happened there. I there's some splash perhaps with it. So which oh no, so which is your favorite? Was it that one or? What? I like her. She's, she's, she's way, having a good time. She's way better. Like that, the head is back on that. That's exactly it. Like there is some like, oh, you know what? I'm giving myself up to this. Yeah. Which Tchaikovsky dead for 150 years. Still bringing still it bringing for the ladies. It. Yeah. Bringing it. And so it's it's one of those things where, anyways, we can, we can I was going to get into a, a separate story that I was involved in. Do it. We were t- we were on a trip to uh, to Ireland, <laughs> going going through you know up up to the Northern Ireland to see some uh, family burial sites because the family the Christie side of the family comes from from the Scottish Highlands, right? But in some of the clearances, you end up in Northern Ireland, right? And so um, there's quite a few who in the transit way between Scotland and, and Canada have have sort of laid down roots in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. So we spent ten days. Which is a nice segue because that would have been like ten years a, a, ago. Yeah. yeah, and so um, yeah, you know what? Ten pints of Guinness a day, easy. I was laying it down every day, right? Yeah. The, the bangers and mash and the meat pies, <laughs> and it's just it's it's tough, right? And and so we're out at a at a traditional pub, and there's a dance floor and. Je- Jeff and I were up sitting. We're not on the dance floor, but we're, there's a dance floor between us and the band. <laughs> and you know, so this sort of thing happened. There's a sleep token thing. It's just they orgasmed. One hundred percent. And it was, it was, it was the best. Honestly, it was one of those ones you go. Oh, I feel way better. Well, it, it doesn't. <laughs> no take one too, else did. It doesn't take too long that the people on the dance floor are like. Whoosh, they're beating it. They're heading off the off the off the floor. The drummer in the band. <laughs> We're the only two left. Sitting, and just howling. Sitting, howling. <laughs> I, I'm laughing so hard. I'm sweating. 
and the drum, <laughs> the drummer's trying to keep his keep the show going, and he's looking at us, giving us the stink eye, literally the stink eye. It it's was watering. Yeah, my younger sister comes over and goes, "That is, that is unacceptable." She immediately you, knows you're like, it's, Yeah, that's not helping. If you thought the effect was going to be, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling somewhat chastised. No, not at all. No. It was like, and it's like one o'clock in the morning. Right. Anyways, that after was, several pints of Guinness, honestly, and, double uh, digits, yeah, double digits, and the, the bangers and mash, and then it was off to Mister Sub for. Uh, <sighs> you had to hear all kinds of profanity and people shouting late anyways, night. Yeah, late sub night orders. Oh, late night in Belfast. This may have actually been in Dublin. Uh. Either way, great time. Go over, do it. Spend two weeks. Drink as much Guinness as you can possibly get your hands on. So you pointed out that this is a tremendous segue. But it's not because a better host would have pointed out that while we were talking about the sins, we could have segued into this. But uh, this past week was the 10-year anniversary of a motherfucker of a brawl between the Sens and Habs. It's during game five of, uh, hey, no, game hey, three. Hey, hey, hey. Of uh, Montreal, Ottawa on May 5th, 2013. And... This was, I had forgotten how much happened in this series, not just in this game. But the Sens go up, it's it's the Pajot game, right? The, the Pajot hat trick that yep. leads to the, the the taking over of the Ole 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 and turning it into Pajot, Pajot, Pajot. Um, there is a brawl at center ice. You're seeing names like Ryan White, who I had totally forgot yeah. ever existed. Um on the send side of things, we're talking about uh, Chris Phillips is on the ice. At this point, Zach Smith is feeding people. Um, Jared Cowan. Jared Cowan is burying guys. Chris Neal. <laughs> yes. And Cassian. That's right. Oh, Cassian, wasn't he a hab? Nope. No, he was a send. Okay. He was a send. Okay. And, and the lineup, it was like, with Travis Moen. Like, they did not, Fran, Francis Bouillon. Bouillon, yeah. Like they did not have, the Josh Habs Georges. Did, they did not have the Riggin to to get involved in this. Ryan White was the only guy who seemed really interested. Yeah. And he just There was got, a bunch of Habs getting fed. All the Habs were getting fed. Yeah. It wasn't, it was terrible it for was, the Habs. Yeah, for the Habs. Um, this is the same series where Brendan Prust Calls Paul McLean a fat bug-eyed walrus, <laughs> which credit to him, like fair enough, right? But uh, after uh, I think it's the same game uh, the, as the fight where Ottawa's up six-one, and Paul McLean calls a timeout because um, they have a power play, and so he calls the power play over. And um, you know, if you're going to keep sending out your fighters and taking penalties, then yeah, I'm going to keep. Running my number one fucking power play out here. Pouring it to you. Michelle Terrian calls Paul McLean classless for doing it. And again, you now have to circle back and be like, didn't your guy call him fat bug-eyed walrus? <laughs> well, and this is after McLean, after the griba on That's right, big Eric Marzella. Griba. Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Player 58 or... <laughs> yeah, player 60. Didn't even say his name. No. He's like... And so he got totally smoked. There's blood on the ice. And you're like, oof. That was quite a series. Yeah. And so the, they've only played two, the Habs and, and Sens. They're each, Twice. It's one and yeah, one. it's yeah. one and one. Um, but that one was one where the Sens laid a beating on uh, 
on the Habs and, and it was over the last week or so on social media being pretty fondly remembered. Well, and that was a game when it was so, you know, the, it, it's, it's recent enough that the Sens are 0-4 against the Leafs. Yeah. Right? You have this, but they'd never played in, at that point, 20 years yep. of franchise history. You've never played the Habs in the playoffs. And you're sort of saying, all right, you know what? The, the two established franchises in this market. Montreal, We're taking one of them. Montreal and Toronto. <laughs> and you go, we've been totally bum-fucked by the one in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into the ground floor against these guys. And we're not taking that no, shit. We're getting after it. This is not happening here. Yeah. And so it was so therapeutic for the fan base to sort of, you put it to them on the scoreboard and then they're the ones that first put out their lineup. Yep, that's right. And so McLean's like, all right, well then. You want to go me homie? You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess what? It's go time. And, yeah. and, and Ryan White wanted to go Zach Smith, but he had slashed him. Smith went down and Jared Cowan is standing there. Yeah. And he It'll is, be you and me, sir. And he is just giving him the Chara McCabe treatment, right? <laughs> it's the spin cycle is on, and he's just getting fed. And White's trying to get away. Like, he just gets yeah. he, he gets spun out of the spin cycle, and he's skating in the opposite. It was... I'd literally forgotten Ryan White ever existed until I rewatched this clip this past week. Like, that name, it's like, White, White. It's not Colin White. It's not yeah. Todd White. It's not... Oh, it's nobody even as good as either, Ryan, either right. one of those guys. <laughs> right. It's Ryan White. I'd forgotten that guy exists. It's funny to me that Sens fans always reference the Chara on McCabe. There's a way more hilarious clip of Chara on Sundin where he like picks him up by the scruff of the neck and his skates are just kicking. Right? Like it's there's a couple different uh, through those playoff series. Well, yeah, and the thing is because McCabe's not wasn't a fighter either, really. Yeah, but he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, he was a big. So guy. is Matt's right. He's a big. Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. but but. McCabe, it was the, and, and we, anybody who's had older siblings or whatever, and you're like, I'm just, tr- I'm just trying to get my, yeah. I'm just trying to get my feet and I just can't, you're like. They're holding you at arm's yeah, length you're like, or yeah, something. Yeah, I just can't quite get my balance and I'm trying. And you're like, yeah. to see one human do that to another yes. six, three, yep. 200 plus pound man, you're like. It's funny though, like I said, that it, to me, it's, Sens fans always bring up the McCabe one. Yep. To me, the Sundin one is the one that's more. I barely remember it. Okay. Well, there you go. But to me, he's, and again, he wasn't going to box Chara either, but he's a big man himself and just kind of like picked up, but like you'd pick up your hamster when it was running away from you at the back of the cage and yeah. you have to get him. Out. Hey now, simmer down, <laughs> simmer down. Whatever you think you're going to do here isn't happening. Yeah. How about and, I just put you over here? And I, and I think it was, I think it was Bouillon was the one who got punched right into the penalty box. <laughs> the door was open and he's just, he's just going backwards and he's taking road. it, he's taking it, he's taking it. And then doosh, Bouillon the, was the guy who got just fucking smashed in that. Well, because again, he's not a. No. But, but again, you're the guy, what are you doing out there? Like Chris Phillips, yeah. Chris Phillips, not a, that's a guy who's had a detached retina, you know, you're like, you don't want him fighting, but. The rest of the senators out there were guys who were more than well, capable. Phillips was going. He was. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He he did. <laughs> full but line brawl. Be, between Sack Smith, Cowan, uh, Bogosian, not Bogosian, Cassian, yeah. and Neil. Yeah, I was Chris Neil and Travis Moen, I think. <laughs> yes, were, it was. And you're like, oh, goodness. And, and, <laughs> and yeah, Moen is, he's, he's, he's giving or he's trying. Yeah. But, but like he, Moen's a checker. He's not a fighter, right? Like third, a great shutdown third line. He's third place in that. He yes. was third place in that fight. And you're like, oh, wait, I get, oh, I get Chris Neal. Yeah. Fuck that. It's not a good, <laughs> it's not a good matchup. But that, it was very, 
It, along with the, um, the at the time, the record-setting Senators Flyers. Right. Which started out with Rob Ray and Donald Brashear. That is <laughs> Rob one of those, Ray and Ray Emery. <laughs> yeah, but that's, what, that's one of those things where you look back and you're like, Fisher on Hanzoos, right? And you're mm-hmm. just like, that is, and Hanzoos gets dumped on his head. And you're like, that is a terrible, but it's so good to watch. Right? Yeah. You're just like, I could have, I don't smoke, but if I could just lean back and... <laughs> Take, sound like that woman. That sound like that woman at the LA Philharmonic. It was <laughs> sit very, back, watching a little Sens Flyers fight yeah. action, and it's <laughs> <laughs> good watching, man. That's and you know what? I remember where I was when that happened. So b- both of those things, you're like, yes, guy. It's it's so. It this is one of those ones that stands out in in Sens fans' minds as like a not just we didn't just beat the shit out of you in a fight. We also beat the shit out of you on the scoreboard and within a less than a week had punted you to the side. Like, get out! In a small market, man. That shit matters, right? Oh, it's, 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 it's huge. Yeah. And as I said to you, we'd had the the very, you know, now nine years, but the, the very in the very recent memory. Yeah, the Leafs won. The Leafs. Yeah. The Leafs. And so you go like, man, that's my, you know, I got my thumb on you. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this is an opportunity to start something fresh. And you go, and I ain't going for that. <laughs> I ain't going for that. So this was, yeah, it was very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Whereas you got to assume for Habs fans, it came off as a wet fart at a sleep token concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as we move out of the fisticuffs, perhaps- I do love the fisticuffs. Perhaps not a, a, a more simple transition as we sort of continue the thread here through the show. Um, yes. Sorry, it's the same beer. Same just- beer. Same, same over here too, man. Same beer I didn't love the first time. I'm having another one. Another John Molson over here. Yeah, yeah. Didn't love it the first time, but. I, I didn't say that. No, you didn't. No. I said that. Yep. Um, I, I just, I wonder a little bit about how much we're talking right now about officiating, about the Department of Player Safety. Uh, the first one, of course, the officials headed up by Stephen Wacom, George Peros, the guy handing out, uh, suspension. Terrible. <laughs> always, but it's always been a terrible. It's always got more, like, I wonder, and the name is wrong and other people have floated this before, but like perspective wise, if you're going to have a George Peros, you also have a Paul Correa who's like, Hey, you kind of ruined my life by caving in my skull. I, Here's what I would do with this play, as opposed to the guy who's just caving in the skulls, right? Being the one who hands down the, you know, if you're a newer hockey fan, George Peros made his career. I think he's a Harvard guy. Like or a, Yale. He's one of the, one one of the, the two, two. Like a yeah. really good school who was just like, oh, I'm not good enough. And this comes off very condescending, but like, I'm not going to make it as a top end scorer. I can beat the fuck out of people and make a decent living that way. And he did it. Well, John Scott. John Scott, another one like these. Marty uh, McSorley is it McSorley? I'm. Uh, is it Bugard? One of them too was. Uh, he's the one who passed away, but I think yeah. he had like a reasonable uh, education as well. I could be wrong on that, but the player department of player safety is run by a guy whose sole job was to beat the shit out of you, and so he's going to have a slightly different perspective on what type of suspensions, what type of discipline to hand down. And this isn't new; he's been around for a while. When well, you've had Colin Campbell, you've had 
Brendan Shanahan. Chris King. Is it Chris King? Chris King. I thought was a goalie guy, though, that he was following that. So I could uh, be wrong. I think I think King was one of the King. Derek King. Chris, I can't remember which one it was. Okay. One of the Kings. Yeah. Who also, to me, was a was involved in roughhousing. Right. And on the referee side, it's Stephen Wacom, who's now the head of officiating for the NHL. And man, I just I don't know if we've ever talked more during the playoffs about, hey, that play is totally comparable to that play and got totally different results. I don't know if we've ever had this much talk through two rounds of the playoffs or a round and a half of the playoffs of, I don't trust the officials. And it's not even so much, I think a lot of people are in a similar spot to where I am, that they're not out to get any one particular team. They're just bad. Right, the official, the officials, and then when it comes time for a suspension, we have no idea what anything is worth at this point. Right, right, and and Rachel Dory put out a great YouTube video. We'll share the link to that. Just kind of comparing. Here's an elbow from this angle compared to the elbow from the same angle. This one got four games. This one got no games. This one got a five thousand dollar fine. This one got three, and just like no one has any faith. At this point in what's going to happen, I remember a tweet uh, during game six or five of the Toronto-Tampa series from Down Goes Brown, where he had screen capped his entire timeline on Twitter at that point. Like everything that would fit on his screen was Toronto's had the first three power plays. You know what's coming next. He goes, that's not normal, right? Like that's not the way your league should be run. This team has had this many power plays. The next one is for sure going the other way. How about the next one is for sure... Whoever commits the next infraction, yeah. right? Yeah. These sorts of things. So I'm just curious, man. Like, is this an unavoidable thing given the nature of the sport that we're never going to be able to get away from? Or is it time to walk them? You're out. Paris, you're out. Like, these positions don't, you don't normally hold them for long anyway. And, it, like, can this be rebuilt? Can trust ever be, or are we always just going to go, the officials suck and, and there's no way around it? Well, see, to me, uh, the officials are, are awesome. Okay. They're just, it's its too much. It's too hard. Now. You are literally the uh, only person I've seen say that in the last yeah, five years. I'm the talking officials with, I'm, are great. I'm talking, yeah, they are, they are in terms of the on-ice caliber and the on-ice, what we have happen in this game that has never been faster, happens all the time. What needs to happen is we need to take one of the refs off the ice. So you want less supervision. Uh, no, eye in the sky. Right? Oh, okay. That person does, like you have coaches. You have an assistant coach, and sometimes you have guys like John Tortorella who are going to go upstairs. But I think you need to have somebody else. Like, we saw a game. So, yeah, I, I am going to give you mixed messages here, but these are the best. I believe they are the best. Okay. So, moving away from that. Like, I don't think there's a pack of better referees waiting to be unleashed. Right. Where are those guys at? <laughs> yeah. Um... You had the game, and it was, uh, I'm going to talk my way through it, and you're going to help me out with what it was. It was a Leaf game, I think. Toronto-Tampa. End of the game. Pat Maroon on Giordano is the one I'm Uh, thinking of. The referee right there doesn't call it the guy out in the neutral zone No, I'm thinking about the high stick in the... Oh, game six, right before overtime. Toronto high sticks. Game game one or game two. Game one of the Panthers series. Oh, okay. The high stick in the scrum, and there was no penalty. And then everybody gets together and they're talking and they're like, well, I don't know. And they're like, 
we're challenging or whatever. We we're set re- it to fire. Or- we're reviewing yeah. it. And they're like, how can you review yeah. a penalty you never called? Right. And then it ended up being a four-minute major. Now, Toronto was down. It was oh, the last yeah, it was Ryan O'Reilly got high-sticked exactly, in the face. Yes. Exactly, exactly. bleeding I'm, I'm, from his face. Right, but, no, no. But I'm, you missed it the first time, you sort of lose. I right? don't know how you review something you haven't called. Yeah. At like the a, same time, everything else we're doing on the video replay is about get it right. Yeah. But you don't really have the the leg to stand on here to get it right, right? Like you're not allowed to go back. And I know, but pedal. I think I, the thing is you, you get together, sides. you get together and you go, all right, I just saw it in the fucking Jumbotron. Yeah, well, that's it. And you go, you know what? The crowd's looking. I go, you fucking idiots. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, well, and and I don't believe anybody saw it in the, in the melee that was happening, right? Right. But clearly guy's bleeding. And you go, well, is it his own stick? Did he, did somebody else knock a stick up? You know, is it? As so I look you, out of the corner of my eye. I know, but all you need to say is, yeah, linesman saw it. Linesman came in and said, yeah, totally. That guy did. Don't go, we're challenged. No. We're reviewing a, pl- a penalty that is not a penalty. Yeah. So to me, there's just so much shit that happens. You need to have somebody removed and looking from up above. Because it's way, hey, anybody who's bought a seat in the 300s and watched the game go, what? fuck is that guy doing what is that guy doing but then when you see it at ice level yeah and you go wow shit's crazy fast and stuff's happening all over the place and so i used to be able to use my old man's tickets almost dead center ice 10 throw up in the 300s it was essentially like watching on tv like you were at that level at that zoom right like whatever you would want to call it and the game was so much more enjoyable to watch but you could see Oh shit, like Kessel's just shot out of a cannon up the long before a play was even made to acknowledge, right? To try and get it to him. Or that defenseman's dropped back out trying to, you know, you you have a great view of it. The referees don't. Like I'm sympathetic that there's only so many eyes on the ice and but I'm not gonna pretend that there's not an agenda, right? Like we know. You and I have had the same conversation watching any game. If someone's had three power plays in a row, we're both going, oh, better bury this one because you know who's getting that. That's not right. Well, game That's one, not the way it should work. Again, game one of Florida-Toronto, two early power plays to yep. Toronto, and you go. And didn't score on either one, and you're like, oh, they're getting the next one. Yeah, or you know, this is good. It bodes well for the other guy. And, and we have the Tim Peel where, unfortunately, the curtain gets pulled back. He's out there. Yeah, he's the one who got caught on mic saying I wanted to give, I think it was Nashville, Yeah, uh, a penalty. I, because, I needed an even up. Yeah. I missed a call there or whatever happened, and he's on the mic saying it. And he's not helping right now because he was getting ready to retire, and they encouraged that retirement to come, whatever it was, six or eight games earlier Yep, uh, because of being caught on. He's on Twitter every night now arguing with different fans and saying, well, you don't understand the way we call these games and, and like – we do understand the way you call these games, yeah. right? Like, and, and so just just to be clear on what I was okay. what I was saying earlier was the on ice officials are the best that there is, and they're doing a fine job. Yeah. It's a how no. it's it's how it's interpreted. They are the best that are available. They are not doing a fine job. Uh, I think they're doing the best job that you. They can are do. being told how to manage yeah. a game. 
and that needs to go. Yeah, and I don't, I don't believe that's. I, I, I think you can do. It is, man. But they you, tell you, hey, we want to call more interference this time. Remember in the preseason, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, yeah, make sure yeah, your yeah. guy sticks down. Yeah, or yeah, they tell yeah, you the, what the, we're focused exactly on. the uh, the the face off violations and the face off violations yeah, and. But that to me is not the same as, hey, man, do not let one team have more than three more power plays than the other one. Do you think that's happening? Yes. You think somebody is coming down and saying, "Hey, don't let I don't that necessarily think if, if that's the case, you don't have Paul Maurice doing his <laughs> doing his blood or crypt hand that? signals." That was so weird to me, man, because the Panthers were one of the top three most penalized teams in the league, and the Leafs were one of the least penalized teams. You're like, "Hey, how come we're getting so many more?" Pe-? Yeah, because maybe your guys are just undisciplined douchebags, and uh, it worked for you. You got here, you've been successful. Like we talked about it with Tampa, right? They won a game with a lot of special teams. Right. They trust their PK and their power play is fantastic. So they're going to push the envelope. You could talk me into saying the human element is, well, I've given those guys three. I guess I got to give that guy one. I don't think it's a I do think that exists as well. I think that's in their heads that I don't want to be perceived as bias in one way or another. Well, cut cut the infractions. The number of games that you watch that end in – 6-4. 6-4. In terms of power plays. Yeah. 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 Comparable. No, That's not the way the world works all the time, right? Like at some nights, one team legitimately commits seven infractions when the other team commits one. 100%. And if that happens, just fucking call it that way. That's Ottawa. Ottawa is, they are drawing the most penalties and they are taking the most penalties. <laughs> like it's just like, it's, it's a free for all. And the Leafs are almost the exact opposite. Taking almost no penalties, but drawing almost no penalties. And that's weird to me when you got guys like Mitch and Willie and whatever rushing the puck and constantly being. When you are a puck sl- possession yeah, team, you should be the team drawing that's more drawing penalties. more penalties. 100%. I just don't believe that there's a mandate uh, short of saying, hey, hooking, don't do that. Well, that's what we're going to crack down on. Right. And then it wanes. And then you go, hey, uh, now we're into face off violations yeah, yeah. or. You know, Slashing. interference, and you go because there's obstruction. There's Remember fucking, obstruction. Yeah, that, you could call that on every fucking play. <laughs> I chip the puck in, and then I go to get around you, and I get a little hip, and you're like, "That fuck, that's right there. <laughs> that is the definition of interference." Yeah, I do not have the puck. Yeah, so I believe that there are agendas on 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 plays to call what we want to crack down on. As soon as your stick gets gets horizontal, and so what about what about the Department of Player Safety suspensions. Yeah, it's bullshit. It, it's bullshit, and I and and you've touched on it. and It's nothing new here. I, I've seen the Paul Korea. They had a great ESPN the or TSN. Or yeah, yeah, the doc yeah. on it. Where, um, that's the kind of guy. You, that's the kind of guy who's a skilled player who needs to be involved. In yeah, that. and I'm not even saying Peros has to be gone. Although I, I would, do believe he has to. Yeah, go. I'm. I mean, I'm fine with that. But you could bring in another enforcer if you also bring in. A guy like I don't think Korea would do it. Korea's clearly done with this fucking league, right? Like he well, I think he, I think I got the well, I got the impression. <laughs> I, I certainly got the idea that he would be interested in something like that. Okay, well, it could be, but for every George Peros that is in that room, there should be a Paul Korea. Well, here's what's happening to me on that play. Instead of just the yeah, I get why. Well, how hard it, would it be to have a panel? That's what how, I'm saying. Yes. I know, I know, but not just two guys. No. You you do you two convene and, two on a and Zoom two call right? Everybody that, looks at it. Yeah, you're like, hey, take a look at this, and we discuss. Yeah, we got three Paul Koreas, we got three George Peros. Correct, and we're gonna sit down and figure out what this looks like. Because 
while George Peros goes, my only option there is to elbow that guy's head through the glass. Paul Korea's like, I'd really prefer you didn't though. Well, right? if you like, want, <laughs> for those of you who don't know George Paris and, and, and Matt alluded to it earlier, go back and look at Colt Nor, George Peros. That's a sickening fight. One punch, dropped him. Like face, face first. First on the ice. Yeah. Season opener, maybe 2013, yeah, I, like I want to say. Yeah. It it's super sickening. Yeah. The only thing that saved him was the mustache. <laughs> Bounced his head off his mustache. Off his mustache. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, I think you need to have different people. The guys who, the guy, put Stu Grimson on that panel. That, but, but not just Stu Grimson. <laughs> no, no. But, but I'm saying Stu Grimson is a guy, if you've listened to Stu Grimson speak. Yeah, he's and, not, and, he's struggling, right? Like. But he's also, he's well-educated. Oh, yeah. He's an advocate for, for changes mm-hmm. in all these sorts of things. He's a, he's a big mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. So that's a guy who, who would have both perspectives. They talk about uh, like Derek Bugard and the substance abuse. Rick Rippin. Rick Rippin, right? These guys who fight, it is on their minds all the time, right? I have to go out and, and it's, it's not funny. But Derek Bugard is one of the biggest, nastiest motherfuckers you've ever seen in your life. And he's the one worried about fighting other. I would be terrified of being the guy stepping across from Derek Bugard. Yeah, yeah. But but when that's your job every day and you go for your pregame nap and you're like, I might have to fight whoever tonight. Tony Twist. Yeah, right. Like, and, and Domi has talked about that a hundred times. He's like, I know what my reputation in Toronto was. But there were many nights where I was like, oh my God, right? In the pregame nap, I'm not ready for this tonight, right? Like I- Well, you got to know that when he had that Probert fight, yeah. he's, he's playing for the Rangers yep. and it's a draw or it's a soft, whatever it is. And Domi's skating off, doing the belt. Yep. And he's he's like, I did not get murdered. I'm just happy to be alive right now. And I'm like, woo, I'm doing it, right? <laughs> and then you go, the next time I see that guy- I got to do that again. Yep. I got to have my best night again. Yep. And it doesn't happen, right? Chris Neal on his on his jersey retirement here, mm-hmm. he's saying, "Yeah, my he was like my pregame naps where I don't have them because or I wake up and the sweet the sheets are sweaty and I'm tied up and cuz I'm thinking about fighting Ty Domi that night." Yeah. Right. It's you ha- hard on you, man. Well, and Domi as a guy, or or Bugard, or any of these guys. Well, there's who, a lot of them that are gone, right? Like Pro I know, Bird and- but you are thinking of, I am elite at what I do. Mm-hmm. And if I'm elite at, if I'm a Panarin, or I'm a, um, you know. Um, Anybody like that, Matt yeah. Chuck. Or- uh, and I'm, yeah, and I, I, the name I was trying to think of was uh, Pasta in Boston. Oh, David Pasta. Yeah, Pasternak, yeah. thank you. And it's just, if that's my game. And I go, all right, I didn't score tonight. I haven't scored in nine games. Right. I'm restless. Well, I'm- but Bugard knows I am dominant. I can't be beat. Like I, I don't wanna I don't wanna lose a fight no. because that's the same. Changes the whole That's the same as yeah. my guys look to me and go, Yeah, that guy he, he's the he's the nuclear deterrent. Yep. And oh, fuck so, is he ever? Yeah, and so but when I don't win yep. and the other guy gets me, hits me with a nice one, good shot. Then I, I go down. It's 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 totally. That's where it changes the game. I win the fight. I'm expected to win. It's funny, and again, it's, it's <clears> the <throat> wrong word, man. But it, it's it's ironic, or it's whatever. When you see how many of of these hockey players who have died early or gone through some shit are the enforcers. They're not. 
Oh, they're not. And then you look at somebody like a Chris McGratton who played here in Ottawa and then started out in Calgary like a, he was one of the very first people yeah. in the NHL to be talking about mental health and go, you have no idea how hard this is. And so I think the game has moved beyond those people, obviously, but that doesn't mean what these guys went through wasn't. There's no other word for it. It's terrifying. I believe I'm a good fighter, but that guy over there is a good fighter and I have to fight him tonight. And you're saying with all that pressure, my guys are looking for me to take care of them right now. There's 18,000 people that are all watching, standing up for this while we punch each other in the face. It's a different, I don't really remember how we got here, but like you can't have just those guys on the panel, but those guys should be on the panel. I don't. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But, but yeah, now give me, like, whatever. It's it's Paul Korea's name I keep coming back to. But the, the small, like a Daniel Briere, right? Or uh, these small guys that are trying to make plays and their perspective is I important as well. I want to see Maxim Afinaganov. That's a guy <laughs> sure, I want to see. Not? Miro Sikand. Who doesn't want to <laughs> see <laughs> Max Afinaganov more in 2023? <laughs> Just the names of came. How about a Ziggy Palfi? They're Can all I get a Ziggy Palfi? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it, it is where I'm One going. One time send. You said Danny Briere. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is, this is where I'm going, right? <laughs> Miro Shatan. Zemgis Gergensen. Obviously, we should hear more from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Latvian prince. Let's do it. Uh, before we get out of here, why don't we talk a little Blue Jays uh, as we sit here now, and we did this last week, Rob, and it didn't pan out all that well, and I don't know why it's it said actually, name again. It actually yeah. sent them into a crazy tailspin Death after, spiral. after we had that conversation. Um, at the time, they were up, I think, 8-4. Eight, 8-4, four, eight, four, yeah. On uh, the Ankly Danklies? No. Nope. Someone, uh, last Sunday. Ba-da, da-da, ba-da. And uh, they lost in uh, 10-8, I think. 11-10, something like that. 10-8. It was 10-8. And so as we sit here now on Sunday afternoon, the Jays are up 5-0 on the Pittsburgh Pirates in the top of the eighth inning. We're going to go ahead again and presume. Like election night, we're going <laughs> to declare a winner. <laughs> we're going to assume that this pans out okay. But they've already taken two of three in Pittsburgh. Uh, looks like the sweep is in order. Whatever, you can hold that against us if it doesn't hold up. But that's coming off of a four-game sweep in Boston by Boston. There was not a whole lot of Strange fun to watch, that man. we get swept by in Boston in four games by Boston. Well, I didn't want anyone to be confused that we uh, walked know, into I Boston. <laughs> I know. All right, man. All right. Uh, ugly. Everything about that series in Boston was pretty bad. I know you've had your eye on other things over the course yeah, of the weekend. And, I, and honestly, I haven't seen a ton. I love the Blue Jays, my friend. I, I know. I, even, even when I've got other things going, I'm, I'm checking it Keeping out. Keeping an eye on it. That, that series, and I can't remember who it was. Was it the White Sox? I don't, I'm not sure who that was, that, that, the Sunday night game coming out of that. Yeah, I don't remember either, to be honest. Um, was, was horrific. Because at that point it was like nine straight games of quality starts mm-hmm. from the from the starters, and you're like, yeah, they're just they're just rolling. And it almost became like the start because I think we talked about the starters carrying this team. Yes, coming into that sort of the nine quality starts and and how things just well, could. Hey, the bullpen looks tired, but it shouldn't because the rotation carried more innings than any rotation in baseball through April. Yeah, right? like and you're like that, that seems weird. Yeah. Um, and then, it, then the, the, the starters couldn't get through four, Anything, yeah. five <laughs> and forgettable quality, which is whatever that is, less than four runs or six innings. Yep. And so 
it was just a nightmare, right? And so, and then you roll into Pittsburgh. And for those of you who haven't been paying attention, Pittsburgh was 2016, I think, to start the series. Yeah. 20 and. Yeah, they, they were first. First in, in the Central, NL first, Yeah, first in the NL East. Central. First in the NL something or rather. Okay, pretty confident um, here. And it was it was funny because at one point they had the identical record to the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. And at zero and zero. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. At at twenty yeah. and whatever. Yep. And if you looked at the odds of making the playoffs on, and I can't remember what the website was, the Rays were like a ninety five percent to make the playoffs, and with the identical record, the Pittsburgh Pirates were a thirty six percent. Damn. Eh? What what other factors do you think they're including? Uh, it, 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 and you look around the AL East and everybody's record because coming into this weekend, and I don't know Yankees where it sits now. The Yankees were in fifth. Yeah, and would have been a half game out of first place in four different divisions. Yeah. And so this thing about that we all talked about, and we talked about it a little bit here, but the idea that getting out of having you know a few less games in the AL East means – yeah, everybody got those, right? Everybody in the AL East gets to go out and, yep. and pound on play less the central them. and and whatever, and so that's <laughs> that's happening. And the Jays got passed by Boston during that four game sweep. Uh, I don't know how Boston has done this weekend, but you you'd get but like this Blue Jays team is still very good. But man, one bad week and you're suddenly like, oh my god, we went from projected for ninety six wins to. 92 wins, and that's and a little different, and right? And you're out of the playoffs. You're out of the wild card. You're out of everything. Get out. The whole division is going to make the playoffs. It well, looks like, so. and, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm prepared. I think the Jays came into Sunday uh, tied with the Red Sox. Yeah. For third. I think it was. But I'm not sure I'm prepared for a world where I look up and see Tampa in first and Baltimore the in second. trash birds in second. And I know Mount Castle and they just they, Killer Bullpen and, and, and I'm, I'm yeah like they got they got things going down there but I'm I'm not prepared the new catcher there Rennick Rennick you know, Refick Rad Udley Rudgman <laughs> <laughs> whatever that kid swinging name is. <laughs> swinging missing missing we and got him former first kissing. overall pick. Hey, Siri. Atlee. Who's Atlee. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Atlee Rutledge. Rutchman. <laughs> hey, Siri. Who's the catcher for the Baltimore Orioles? These are the listed catches for the Orioles. Catcher, James McCann. Catcher, Atlee Rutchman. And catcher, Luis Torrens. Lu- Luis Torrens was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Atlee Rutchman. Yes. So Rudley Edgeman. Yeah, Rudley. we were like we were like rubbing it, it, it rubbing it, yeah. rubbing it. Got two fingers there, <laughs> licking them, oh. flicking the bean. <laughs> Play the sound. Come the on, bean town. <laughs> <laughs> How did I not have that ready to go? Oh. <laughs> Rutschman. <laughs> Oh, no. Flicking the bean. <laughs> Flicking the bean down. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is – you've now had Bassett, Barrios, and, and Kikuchi setting it straight as we knew it would be 
coming into this offseason. Barrios' last start, though, was back to last year. Bad Barrios. And you're kind of like, what are we doing, man? I, he got knocked around in Boston, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, well, to me, everything Boston seemed to hit in the air yeah. was going out. Yeah, well. Crazy, dilapidated old fucking stadium. But yet we hit a ball in the air and they're like, oh, knock down by the wind. It's yeah, crazy. Kiki he, Hernandez out here. Well, no, it's, you know, that's the only thing keeping us in the series was Kiki Hernandez. Chucking, yeah, shit. chucking shit around. But I don't want sure. Kiki beating me. Like anybody, I got a problem with that. I can't be beat by Kiki. No, it was, it was Yoshida and Wong or yep. Wang or whatever those, like those two guys I've never even heard of before. And you're like. Yeah, Rashid is the the Japanese free agent who came in and apparently was worth every dime they spent on him, right? Daisuke, uh, obviously, yeah, but on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Um, so I, I just wonder, man, like it's funny how uh, fickle, like it's really hard for baseball fans, myself included, to keep things in perspective that this is every day for six months. And the rest of your sports, like even a hockey season, which is long, is half it's as half. many games, right? Yeah. If you're an NFL, if you're a CFL fan, yeah, it's cranked way down. And and yet you seem to be able to keep that in perspective better. But one four-game losing streak and you're just like, oh my God, because it's four losses, even though it is, you know, as you, you've you done the math there, right? Half the, it's a two-game losing streak in hockey, but it doesn't feel like it. A, You've been losing all week. It's yeah. hard, man. Yeah, and 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 that is the thing. And and Joe Siddle said it right. He's like, yeah, this is the marathon that is a major league baseball season. Yeah, right. You, you get swept in a four game series, and you're like, oof. But you know, guess what? Hey, man, we're, we're rolling into the Pirates. We're rolling into Pittsburgh this weekend, and we have another crack. It's fresh. Yeah. And so. And then you got two in Philly. Got the Braves coming in, like it's it's going to be hard for a while now. Like you're back into another stretch of of really strong looking teams. Like you blew the four gamer against Boston, who you think is beneath you. You still believe Pittsburgh is beneath you, despite the record. You've shown that this weekend, but now you're back into the thick stuff again. Like you're going to have to find it. I think I think we got to be approaching done on the Brandon Belt experiment. Wow, and that is, <laughs> and again to me that was so interesting when. You have that opportunity, and you have a righty mm-hmm. pitcher in, and 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 Belt is coming up, and you're like, nah. no, <laughs> no, we're gonna go with the righty we'll to face the righty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Yep. We're, we brought Kirk in, and you're like, that is, and it's got to be disheartening for the franchise, and it's got to be disheartening for for Belt, right? Like this, this is a guy who you were expecting to do big things. They had him in. They had him pegged into the four or five slot. This right? is. He is roaring at rapid pace towards, hey, remember that time Brandon Belt played for the Jays for 50 games before he retired? Like, that's what this feels like at this point, right? I didn't hate it then. I don't hate it now as an experiment. But you got to pull a shoot on that quick if it's not working, and it's not working. Um, He's not been a a good fit. But you love the lefty bat, right? You love uh, that. It was worth a shot, but it's, it's not working out. Like, I... I'm taking my money with, I'm taking my chances with Kiermaier and Varsho yeah. and, and the odd BGO and you go, yeah. all right, there's my lefties. That's You're going to have to go find, you know, another bat by the time the playoffs roll around to come off that. And, and we've talked about it even on the other side, right? That the, it was a little surprising. They didn't go find a right-handed bat as a backup platoon outfield for Varsho in late innings or, f- you know, for Kiermaier, if you needed somebody who could come into the outfield 
with a right-handed bat with just a little bit of pop, even if you don't have a ton of average. We all thought that was coming as spring training opened and it just never did. And so I still think there's some questions to be answered here, but yeah, I think the belt thing is. How'd you feel about seeing Rymel Tapia? <laughs> Your buddy with the hair. Remember that was it. I hated the hair, man. I, know, I, know. I hated the hair. But this is one of the moments that we captured on uh, uh, several months ago now that, you know, the guy. Your guy, your buddy with the hair. Neither one of us had his fucking name. The baby giraffe. Had the, yeah, had the inside the parker at Fenway. Yeah, okay, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Yeah, no, I was not. Well, and, and just now. I was happy to see him in center field for them. No. And just now I went, what's his name? What's his yeah. name? Tilapia. Mm. Tilapia. No, it's not Tilapia. Rymel Shawarma. <laughs> Shawarma. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, to me, it is, the, it is the very fickle nature of baseball yeah, where man, you go. It's hard. This is so long and you go, man, Roman, Roman, you know, he's just, he's in there, he's killing it, he's leading, he's leading the ale and, and saves yep. and you go, but somehow he's also blowing holes <laughs> and coming and just like, I don't feel, do you feel like he is, a, he's a cinch when you see him come in? Honestly, yeah, for the most part. He doesn't worry me too much. Uh, unless they've overused him. Like if he's coming in three days in a row, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But me, for, for the most part, yeah, I, I do think, you know, one of the top few, I'm honestly waiting for Pittsburgh to fall out of it and I want to go get David Bednar. <laughs> That's their for, closer. For how, about, for how about Belt? Can we, <laughs> is there a trade there? Did, yeah. um, Everybody needs a left-handed sure, bat. Sure, could do it, man. We're out of notches on that belt, I think. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I want, wow. I want to get that guy. He's just going the other way. I'm down to the life of my last bet. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, you know, Bednar maybe a top three closer in the game who never gets the opportunity because he plays to, in Pittsburgh. To close in a... Yeah, exactly. While leading. So I'd, I, if you could find a way to get that done, but as long as they're content. And they might. Like, it looks like it might be them and Milwaukee. Like, the Cubs look okay. The cards are... The cards have never started this bad before in the NL Central. Um... Well, that that's that season opening series. You're like, these guys are. They beat us, but they don't look that good. Like they well, look beatable, and, and they haven't looked that great since. Yeah, but it's one of those things where you start the season, you're like, okay, heavyweight, heavyweight, yeah. and then you're like, maybe not. I'm not maybe it wasn't it. heavyweight. I'm yeah. not seeing it right, and it's a it's a preseason expectations. Yeah, me. I think it'll be the Brewers and the Pirates down the stretch at this point. Like that's which is ridiculous to In say. The NL East, yeah, NL Central. <laughs> Milwaukee in the NL East, do you? I know. I, no, <laughs> I, know. I for sure have. I You've sp- come around to me no, now. I on, for sure uh, have the Brewers in the NL Central. Okay. but And the Cubbies and the Cards. Yep. Trust me on this yep. one. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, I, I am absolutely going to gonna let you have that because right. it's not that important to me. Okay. <laughs> I will wind this one down here. It's a shame. It's a shame. I'm enjoying this. Okay. Our time together is is special well, to we me. We can now. have more beers. We're just going to shut the mics off. Okay. Perfect. Get into the good stuff. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, the Leafs. Played last night. Okay, but wait, yeah. As you're hearing this. Yes, and and so. Oh, oh okay. I just, we won't spend a pile of time because I know you and Maddie are going to hit the hot mics later. Slash last night. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and so you will have all heard this already. I just want it on tape. Mm. Matt's feelings. Well, Game me, three. Let me find a tape. <laughs> Not really how we do things in here, but no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just, you want me on record? I just want you on record to say optimistic, 
You're feeling buoyant. You're, what, what's happening here? I would say down to nothing. The Leafs are at about probably no worse than 35% chance to win the series. Okay. Which to me, I think is high, right? As a down 0-2. Uh, I said to Maddie when we did the, the post-game show after game two, you're in trouble. It's not over. You're in trouble. Uh, you can't spot anybody two games at home. Devil's Rangers. Yeah, I understand it just happened, but it doesn't happen all the time. And so in many ways, the fact that it just happened is a strike against you, right? In terms of that only happens so odds often. the averages, right? So I don't think it's outrageous or crazy at all to suggest that it's entirely possible the Leafs go down and take both in Florida. They just took three in Tampa. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I, I, but just, I, just I wanted- don't think it's the most likely scenario either, right? Like Florida's playing very well. Bobrovsky has suddenly remembered. I, I, I remember that time I went to Vezina. Two. Twice. Yeah. Four that's years a, apart. That's a bummer to me that he's remembered that at this point. But he took down Tampa in 2019, right? Well, he's, he's like fucking Alex Lyons here. Fucking hold my, yeah, exactly. hold my, hold my beer. <laughs> so I think the Leafs, yeah, uh, as I said on that, are in trouble. But it's not over. Yeah. They're not dead and buried. They're not. No. By the time you, good listener, hear this, if they've yep. lost on Sunday, they might be dead and buried yep. now. But and, and sorry. On Sunday afternoon. What I was actually looking uh, for from you, Matt. Some more panic? Well, no. <laughs> was just feelings heading into game three. Period. Feelings. Tonight. Tonight. Nothing more than. Are we going to see good Sammy tonight? I'll never bet on. Good Sammy. Which Sammy we're getting. Okay. But. I, as a coach, very recently, hmm. certainly understand that sometimes you have no idea. Oh, exactly. This guy at his best is awesome. I that sure hope he does worst, it tonight. That guy at his worst <laughs> sucks. Yeah. So uh, I, there is some of that. I Look, I, I think Matthews has largely been pretty good. Mar- Nylander's been really bad, except for the third period in game two. Uh, if they get the core up and running, you know. Same old, same old is what okay. Matt's saying. Yeah. If those guys are, are doing it, they'll be fine. Because I, it's not like Florida's taking it to us, right? Like for two yeah. straight games. They've been good and they've capitalized on their it's opportunities. that Nick Cousins guy. If I could just control yeah, that Nick awesome. Cousins guy. A Mick Ferris favorite, Zach Dolpe out there doing Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's a little Brantford, Paris, yeah. Six Nations. Yeah. This is right in right in Mickey's wheelhouse. That's right. So uh, shout out to you, Mick. Yeah. I know you're always listening. So, uh, But that's about all I got, man. Like, all I, right. I, that's, I, and that's all. I just yeah. wanted the pulse going into game three. And you'll all be able to have this on record, providing mm-hmm. the guy who ended. What was it, it last week when I said the listener will be able to point and laugh? Oh, it wasn't that, the Jays. That, yeah, Swayman. It was Jeremy Swimming, like, yeah, they, they won't do it. Like, oh, look, no, there he is. Because <laughs> you and I spent 15 minutes on yeah. that. There's yeah. zero. Hey, why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, look, there he is. And uh, they lost. Yeah. So. That's that's what we do here. Yeah. Hey, we're just talking. Yeah. yeah. Two guys having a couple beers. Yeah. Shooting a little talking shit. stupid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Appreciate that. Uh, we'll wind things down here. Make sure you're subscribed to the pod wherever you're hearing us right now. And uh, make sure you're following along on social media at Audio. That's it for another Monday morning. Hope you all have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya! What the hell is that? Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Why are you so pissy?